So do you want to do the cold open for this? Yeah, yeah, sure. But <coughs> sorry, I've got a bit of a cough, so my okay. take it. Um, yeah, just got a cold now. Got a bit of this cough. No, yeah. you, hang on, hang on. You can't just have a bit of a cough at the at the opening of the the whole oh. podcast. You can't just start with a bit of a cough. It's nothing. Don't worry about it. I mean, you've really got to wonder if this is going to come back and bite us in the ass later on. And welcome to the January podcast trailers, trailer hey, podcast, trailer, trailer podcast. podcast thing, where we look at some films for January. But we're going to look more we, than just January. We're going to look at some of the big things that we can see on the horizon for the whole of 2017. Yeah. Because so people, now with the time to be putting your films in for the beginning of the year. Your films have been recast. As actually, you traditionally, January has been a year, has been a month where you either bring out your plodding four-hour Oscar-worthy epic or you bring out the film that's going to be rubbish and you just want to bury it but there's actually jupiter fair... ascending <laughs> jupiter ascending yeah sorry you you, you <laughs> sneezed while you said jupiter ascending yeah you, I meant, did. To, you meant jupiter ascending I meant to say because jupiter it was rubbish yeah. um um yeah so there's actually but there's actually not that much dross here it seems to be <laughs> it seems what? To be, it seems to be that january is now and i think i know why January's got a couple of big releases because right. December was a total write-off. Ah, yeah. Because everyone just got out of the well, way of the the massive the planet-killing col- titan that was <laughs> the colossal success and yeah. money-making machine. That was Rogue One. Was so Rogue I think One. a lot of things. So we've got a few to start. So our first film is Michael Fassbender. Okay. Well, Michael Fassbender is the rest of the world calls him. Hey, look, I'm still going with the pocket universe theory. Um, in uh, <laughs> in Assassin's Creed, or as Estelle's insisted on calling it, Michael Fassbender's Creed. <laughs> <laughs> Which just rolls off the tongue. <laughs> right, so let's, Assassin's Creed. So let's, let's have a watch quick it. look at this. Okay, I am quite confused because there's some sort of present day to 500 years ago memory transferal virtual reality weirdness going Kerfuffle. on. And why? Okay. <laughs> I don't understand why they're doing it. Allow me to explain this very, very easily for you. Because I'm going to say this and you're right, going okay. to go, oh. So... Assassin's Creed's coming out based on the video game. Based on the video game. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> ah. So, Assassin's Creed. Now, I've played Assassin's Creed. I actually played Assassin's Creed. I'm aware Creed. of it, but I I've played Assassin's played Creed 2, which right. is a really, really, really good game. Yeah, no. I, and I, it is all about, basically, it's it's people in modern day who they can unlock their genetic memory, and then you can unlock the, the secrets of the past. Right. That is probably not important it's probably more important that you. Oh, so get even to see. in the game, there's this. Yeah, yeah. So you, so you're, you're reliving the memories of your ancestor, because the, because they want to find out the secrets of the, your ancestor where he hid the MacGuffin. Ah, so right. they're using it to relive parts of your ancestor's past in ancient whatever it is. I think in this case, somewhere in Spain or right. Italy or something. Yeah. And then they're going to use the information to uncover the MacGuffin thing that okay. they want so it's I think, sort of it, it sounds a little bit like a um dan brown thing um it's it, well <laughs> but with some sort of yeah it looks it's a bit more stabby it's a bit more stabby though isn't it <laughs> it's a lot more stabby there's a lot of jumping off of buildings there's a lot of slow motion parkour which, shizzle going on which as i well. assume is part of the game uh, you do a lot of, you do a lot of jumping off stuff in the game right. you also do a lot of so hiding and stabbing 
right. and then shooting people. So you have, to, awesome. you have to basically walk <laughs> through a crowded medieval market and then just viciously stab someone and then get away before the Inquisition right. gets you. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a quite a good game. It's I quite enjoy it. It's quite old. Um, I The only thing... I quite fancy watching this. It's available in 3D, which I'm actually might want to watch it in 3D because it's got a lot of big, big Panoramas. panorama mm. stuff. It's quite good. And um, it's also got, for a video game franchise, it's also got a very good cast. Yes. So you obviously you've got Michael Fassbender in it as the assassin of the creediness. Yes. You've got... Um, as the guy. As the guy. You've got um, um, uh, Marion Cotillard. Is in it, and they yep. seem to do a lot of films together. Mm. Is this their third film together? Ah, oh, you asked um, me like I, I sorry. remember a thing um, like that. You've got Jeremy Irons in it. Uh, yes. Brendan Gleeson turns up. Oh, I didn't see him in the trailer. No, but I know he's in it though because he's cool. Right. And yeah. you've got Michael Kenneth Williams, who you probably won't recognize the name, but he was um, the guy in the wire, the scary guy in the wire. Oh, um, so, yes, no, I recognize his face. From, yeah, yeah. Um, it'll come back to me later. And then, and that's pretty much it in terms of of people. But it does, Omar. Omar, thank you. Well, well played. But it does look quite good, and I think I don't know. The story just sounds it, it is sounds so weird. Uh, if if they can if they can sufficiently hand wave and go, don't worry about yeah, it. I, I imagine for a thrill ride, it's going to be. I think it's it going to be. It's going to have some. I think the the medievally bits, the running around. Stabby, stabby, jumping off stuff, yeah. medieval bits. I think they'll look great, but they then have to basically ground the plot into some level of reality. This could be like medieval Matrix, couldn't it? It's that it sort is, of uh, it's, feel. it's the Matrix, yeah. I mean, that's basically where you are with it, and that's yeah. pretty much bang on. So, um, yeah, I ordinarily I wouldn't be a, I would even give it a thought, but I did quite like one of the games. And I do quite like um, Michael Fassbender because he's, he's kind of cool. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm actually, I'm, I might give it a bash. Yeah. But a film that we won't be giving a bash is our next choice, which is <laughs> Underworld, colon, Blood Wars. Haven't we seen this film? <laughs> I lost track of Underworld. This some, is the... Some films ago. Six. Really? Wow. Because there was a film where she wasn't in it. There and was. And then she came back. Yeah. This is at least the second film yeah. since she's been back. Um, this. It's werewolves versus vampires still. I genuinely think that you could show someone the trailer for this film and then show them any other Underworld film. And at no point will they go, hang on, is this the same film? There's, it's just. Okay, let's just look at it. It's epic music. It's slow motion. It's Kate Peckinsale in a leather cat suit. Yep. Again. Sorry, I got a bit sidetracked. Um, <laughs> and now you know why we're on the sixth film. And that's why we're on the sixth <laughs> film. It just, it's slow motion y, spinny round, matrix, shooty shooty, shooty, shooty <laughs> werewolfy. Werewolves versus vampires. We must do this. The world but she, is at but, the edge. But apparently now she's got a daughter. But, I, mean, I assume <sighs> that had happened in an earlier film, but. Um, I don't care. The thing is, she's sort of gone. I think the the problem is it you sort of see this in any long running series that the through the film the 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 character has to tend to grow or improve or get yeah. better so by the time you've got the sixth film they they're sort of referring to as being like like the most awesome warrior ever so where there's no peril because you know that they're the most awesome warrior ever right um, and it it's just uh, I'm trying to work out how much film? How much this films? These films make because they must be making enough money to go. To you know what? We'll have another one. Round. Um, I have zero interest in that film. <laughs> However, 
because it must be making money somewhere. And if that's in the US or in the UK box offices, it's going to pop up. But there's a couple of there's a couple of people in that that we recognise yeah, everyone so in. So like that. Charles Dance, Charles is Dance, there, is, right? The guy who always plays the guy in the thing, the woman who is what's her face in Sherlock, um, and lots of people that you recognise for being it looks the guy. Like who's it's in got thing. a reasonable. Obviously, they've got enough budget to hire some reasonable, uh, you know, cast. So yeah, but um, I don't know. It just looks absolutely bobbins. So I just. <sighs> Now, I, I, now, I'm just... possibly doing him a disservice, <laughs> and and possibly this, but I think Wilson is a big fan of these films, and Wilson, um, he's probably editing this bit out now because he's no, I'm not, but maybe he can explain. But um, I'm baffled. So can we just move on? Yes. Can let's we go? Move. Can on. we go back on to another sequel of a film that came out <laughs> from years and years ago that you yeah. totally forgot about? Yeah. Because remember Triple X? Oh yeah. yeah. No, nope, other do I? It's back. So remember Triple X? No, not really. Triple X was kind of like early 2000s. It was kind of like the Bond movie after it chugged down four cans of insane energy-based drink. Red Bull! And then started to be <laughs> awesome and doing awesome stunts. Yeah. And then there was Triple X 2 where Ice Cube was uh, the, the new one oh, yeah. because they couldn't get... Uh, they couldn't get um, Vin Diesel back in as a Zander Cage because he was doing um, fantasy, uh, fantasy film. he was doing Fast and Furious and now they've returned the Sander Cage and basically said so you know you've just finished making Fast and Furious 7 yeah before you make Fast and Furious 8 do you want to make Fast and Furious Xander Cage 7 and a half. <laughs> 7 and a half. it's basically a Fast and Furious film with it a does. couple of more stunts just, they've just less cars they've just replaced the cars with bikes, bikes skateboards bikes yep skateboards luges rollerblades and, and bikes parkour. and bikes that turn into jet skis, and then you go it's surfing. Bond at times, you go surfing it? with them with Donnie Yen, who we last saw being blind in Rogue One, yeah, but now awesome. apparently apparently has to do this film. <laughs> um, I, I liked the bit where he ran from the front of the plane to the back of the plane, leaped out, and then exploded behind him in yeah. epic explosion stuff. Um, that looks stupid, like like. Stupid. Now, what did stupid. Uh, what did um, Samuel L. Jackson say uh, at the end? Let me simplify it. Yeah, you've got to save the world. Save the world. Get both, the girl. Get the girl. And look, look dope, dope while doing, doing it. it. <laughs> and I, I think, I think, effectively, that's that's the screenplay. And they yes. went, there you go. There's your screenplay. If you could just write twenty five pages on that, that'd now, be lovely. Now hire all the stuntmen. Just yes. all of all them. Of them. Yes. And all of the special effects people for who who know how to blow vehicles yeah. up. Um, there's Done. a lot of a lot of slow motion spinny round while shooting and things blow up shot. Basically, this film looks stupid. It essentially is a slightly more tattooed and grungier version of Fast and Furious. <laughs> and if you if that's your bag, then we have found the movie for you. Um, that that's a warm up though. That's a warm up. That is a that is an amuse bouche for um for. The Fate and the Furious, which is coming, which we'll, we will have a quick look at later on. But yeah, I mean, I'm not criticizing Vin Diesel's uh, lack of range because he is <laughs> going to be in arguably two of the biggest films Indeed. of this year. He knows what he can do. And he's starting he January strong. It, I think, you know. So I, I honestly, I think he may be in my cast actually because I think he might be, he Ooh. might be worth, well, be top billing in that, top billing in Fate and Furious. Yeah. And he's going to be tiny and cute and made primarily of wood fibre in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Of because course. don't forget who is he? 
He's Groot. He's Groot. Whoa. So yeah. I've forgotten about that. So that actually, ah. yeah. yeah. So I'm, yeah. But it does look stupid, but fun. But I think you said earlier that you saw the mechanic resurrection, resurrection yeah. and you basically described it as the perfect beer and pizza movie. You, you need, need you need three beers in you, do you? You Is do. That what you said? I think that film also, if you if you have critical faculties, they need to be disengaged. Right. <laughs> I think you need to be you need you to be go, at uh, least uh, you need awesome. to be at least this gnarly before you actually go into the cinema. Indeed, exactly that. Gnarly. Okay, so maybe just chug chug a couple of energy drinks and you just go. It's going to be epic. Come on. Indeed. Um. Should we move on? Let's. Let's let's bring it down slightly and let's go back to the 90s with T2. Not Terminator 2, but T2 Train Spotting 2. They're back. Um, After 20 years. So, 20. Yeah, I think it's, it's just the longest gap we've had for a sequel. It Cause it's so all the same. on this podcast, yes, it's, but it's, it's all the same people as well. Yeah. It's the same cast, same director, same writer. It's the sequel yeah and the reason that it's taking this the long the band's is, back together the reason it's taking this long to make is because they ha- they wanted to set it 20 years after the events of the original oh so they were just they like to wait for everyone to get older clock. yeah um, I'm a huge fan of Trainspotting Trainspotting is is right in the middle of films that defined certain periods of life for you it's yes. you know it's it is it was influential it was influential <laughs> it pretty much informative years it summed up the 90s and um I do remember uh, the mu- the music is born is underworld born, born slippy. I remember them playing it at a musical festival I attended in the middle of the nineties, and it was possibly the most epic twenty five minutes of like it was <laughs> phenomenal. Um, this looks very interesting, and it looks unlike the usual sequel where they just go just make it bigger and more explodey. It looks as if there's actually a story, or, or they go they go to New York before they go, to, they go space, to New York as before they go to space, as, as discussed. Um, it's all set in the same place. Everyone's <clears throat> yeah. moved on in their lives. It looks like you McGregor's character has been away. And well, because at the end back. of Train Spotting, he took yeah. they they did a drug deal. He nicked all the money and legged it. Mm. So he basically took the the cash and yes. left them all in the lurch. Except his mate Spud, he left him a a wad of cash behind but um the rest of them he kind of screwed over so yeah. i think this is him and he's been back. lying low for 20 he's been years lying low but um it just looks it just looks really it just looks good it could be very interesting um it is it, i have to watch transporting again before i watch transporting 2 and just to kind of remind because the sound yeah because you were describing stuff was like i haven't watched that in a long 10 time, years yeah. or more but and it's like, yeah it I looks don't remember this <laughs> I, I don't know i i don't know how well it's going to do it it's they had to subtitle a lot of train spotting for use in america <laughs> because the accents are quite yeah. strong yeah um and the trailer that we've just watched i watched the american version which was subtitled oh really um, yeah well i watched a version which is subtitled oh and my goodness so there's bits of it so i think it'll be i think like bond films i think it will do spectacularly well in the uk and then I think it'll do pretty good in the US. But I su- suspect this will do far better in domestic market than it will do mm. internationally. Because it is it is a very British film. So, I don't know. And when you, and when you go back and watch it again, you're going to be going, oh, don't they look so young? Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's not really scary. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah it looks quite good, actually. Quite, yeah, yeah. yeah, it could be all right. Yeah, it could be quite good. Yeah. It's, it's worth a shot. Yeah, and right. January again. So that's... Yeah. that's, that's 
three or four films there that are all coming out in January. Now, do you think? Do you think they're they're Oscar baiting with this at all? I don't think. I don't get that feeling. I don't think any. I think they're just all. I think they're all films, and I I joking said at the beginning. I think they're all films that should have come out last month but didn't because they just wanted to give Rogue One the widest of wide berths. So, so you're saying January is the new December? January is the new December, whilst trying to avoid <laughs> colossal films, yeah. and I think that may move forward to this year because obviously. There's, there's another space movie coming out at the end mm-hmm. of this year, which everyone's going to get excited about. Um, and I think, yeah, I think they'll move films around because you just don't want to get anywhere near that because you'll get crushed. Yep. So, um, and, and and not purely because the way it is, but because um, there's not screens and multiplexes. They'll have, when Star Wars came out, Multiple there was screens. a showing every 20 minutes. Yeah. And I think they had like eight of their 10 screens and that's how Rogue shown. one made 800 million in two weeks or yeah, whatever or, it yeah, was yeah the first yeah six yeah because you know there was a showing every half an hour so yeah. it's not a question of saying oh no one will go and see the film it's just physically there are not enough screens there's not enough screens so um yeah i think they should be very interesting but you wanted to cover off we wanted to watch three trailers that we think are going to sum up yes. 2017 yes yeah, now we're going to do key, these uh uh milestones along the way so we're going to do all these in one go so we're going to name all three of them watch all three of them and talk about all three of them yes. it's going to be easier so those three films are in no particular order wonder woman yes guardians of the galaxy 2 oh yes and the fate and the furious oh yeah fast baby. and furious ace face face Oh, fate eight. and face. Oh, F A. Ah. Oh, F A. Right, right. All right, genius em. marketing. Let's watch them. Let's come back. Let's talk them. I think they're going to be the big films of this of the summer. Hit it. Oh my god, that's three intense trailers. Was, to, yeah, we should to, to watch. We, we shouldn't. We shouldn't have triple triple shot that. Should we? <laughs> that was. That was like. That was like a triple espresso of, okay. of craziness. All right, so they. I think so they rewind. Wonder Woman. So they, so we picked, I think, between us, we picked what we think will be the biggest three films of 2017. With the exception Star Wars, of Star Wars. Which is going to just go, boom, I'm Star Wars. Um, so first up, Wonder Woman. So uh, they've gone Captain America on us. That, that's exactly what I was thinking. They've done Captain America, the, uh, what was his origin one called? The... The first, first Avenger. Avenger, where it's like back in the in this instance, back in the First World War rather than the Second World War. Yep. Uh, and you're seeing some sort of backstory. Yeah. Origin. Well, not yeah, yeah, effectively origin effectively, story yeah. for Wonder so Woman, but it's back, set in the past with um, Chris Pine. With Chris Pine as Captain Kirk. I think that trailer is missing. I think there's a lot of comedy because Chris Pine is good with, uh, you know, he's he's pretty good uh, comedically, and you've yeah. got her from the office. Yes, D- Dawn. As, as, no, Dawn was a character. I can't as, remember. Yes, um, as as the, like an assistant, as their kind of assistant. But but Wonder Woman's cover while she's I don't know why she's working with Chris Pine's character. He seems to be some so it army looks, guy. So it looks. So she's let's step back. It looks like so Wonder Woman's living peacefully on her happy island full of Amazonian in the Amazon or something. And World yeah. War One rocks up on the doorstep, and they quickly pick a side, as in yeah. not the guys with the spiky helmets. Yep, and they get sucked into the whole. Not the ones War. with the skulls on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're the baddies. Um, and and yeah, and it seems to be Wonder Woman wins. Well, probably wins World War One. Um, yes, but it's yeah, got, it's, but it's, it's also a little bit like Thor in terms of you've got like you know uh, fish out of water, superpowers, yeah. uh, meets the modern world. Yeah, or the the, the know, modern, is, yeah, the yeah, modern the, world. The yeah. modern world. Uh, so you've got like that comedy that comes from that. So it's a, li- a little bit like Thor, a little bit like um, uh, Captain America. And they're both good. Movies, both, so this looks have good. DC done it? 
this is looks this good. DC's movie? Should they have done this at the beginning? Because this <laughs> is... Am I right yeah. in saying this is the first time we've got a female superhero? Uh, for uh, a standalone film? I across think. all of... Uh, including Marvel? Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, so um, it's taken Which a while. Which is awesome. But, you know, riding on the coattails of Rogue One and, and Force Awakens. But it's still taken a while, though. It's taken, yeah. you know... And, and it's years. not like Wonder Woman's not been around since, like, forever in yeah. the TV, TV series in the 70s. Which I remember. And, it was, and I remember. And, and that, was a, that was bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was awesome, but it was bad. Yeah. Um, it looks good. I, it it looks, was right in the 70s. It looks... It was, there was a couple of bits where we genuinely laughed out loud. There was a, a kind of yeah. a close quarters gunfight with bulletproof um, wrist, uh, wrist thingies. Bangly things, yeah. Um, yeah, Gre- looks, Greaves, no, they're, they're, Greaves are what glaives. you have on you. Yeah. Glaives? Well, the ones that in Greaves go on your shins. It's like I, it's I, like I shin guards for your arms. <laughs> I, I don't know because I wasn't a medieval knight. Um, I think it's a, yeah. Anyway, there whatever they are, wristy things, wrist guards. Um, yeah, and it looks good. Chris Pine's in it. I like Chris Pine. Yeah, I like he, the fact that they've taken it back to, uh, you know, the beginning of the twentieth century. I think they have a, a fair bit of fun with pointing yes. out that kind of stuff. Gal Gadot. I, Gal Gadot's okay. She's all right. I think she's a little bit wooden, but hopefully she'll get um, a lot more to do than just to stand around. There seems around. to be good supporting cast around. It does her, look I think good. It looks like the script could be good. And like I say, I think there's probably more comedy in it than they're letting they're on. They're making it. They're selling it very much as an action actually, movie. Actually, yeah. Which they and, have to. and I imagine there will be a ton of yeah. that. But it's it's what happens around that that makes a film. No, I'm up for that. Raise it above. I'm up for that. That looks really good. Yeah. So. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just, it's seventies. It's gone completely seventies. It's <laughs> yes. got seventies music. And 70s not in a, not scheme. in a Linda Carter Wonder Woman no, cringy like, way. No, you know, cool seventies. You know, like awesome early seventies. <laughs> it's like uh, uh, more of the same. Yes. Except they've managed to make Groot better by making it into Tiny Groot. Yes, Baby Groot. Who's kind of little <laughs> little Baby Groot who's about two foot tall and has a good huge eyes and just goes, I am Groot, the whole time. <laughs> um, the bit that we watched in the trailer was him, was the raccoon trying to explain how the bomb works. Don't press this button. Whatever you do, press, press this, this button. button. Okay. <laughs> no, not that, not this, not the instant <laughs> death button. And it just, it looks very funny. I mean, Guardians of the Galaxy was... Again, but that that was a um, a teaser trailer. They're showing you one little slice of out of the are. film. So, uh, but it looks like it's going to have comedy, decent music, epic space, eye popping action, um, yeah. and lots of very very bright colours. Um, yes, that seems to be the guy, and it looks funny, um, yep. like the first one. Guardians of the Galaxy was a good film. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. You don't have to be. It's not a superhero film. It is a sci fi. I don't feel they've necessarily. Uh, felt the need to go into space or New York on holiday in terms of they're not upping it. It's just, it's just more kind of the, more, s- the more of the same. Yeah. And that's fine because in this instance it works. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looks really good. Yep. So I think that'll do. And then yeah. I think arguably the one that got our most attention was the Fate <laughs> the and the Fate Furious. The Furious, yes. F- F-Ace, Face, Eight. I, uh, yeah. I don't know. I mean, so I think I think the key thing here... The key, the key plot point here, and this is this is where something like Fast and the Furious is doing much better than Underworld. They're actually telling you and telegraphing you this is how this one eight is, is different to the other yes. ones. In this case, this um, one, Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel wrong. is, I think it's fairly clear. Well, he turns on his family because that's team. a big thing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the family, um, 
he turns on them and it, and I think he may be being blackmailed it's into possible, doing it, I imagine. Either that or there is by um Charlie Theron. Charlie Theron. Who looks super evil. And but, uh, but let's they've be, got everyone. But let's be honest, there's back. there's the bit where we both went, it's in, and it's the bit where not only is the Stath back? Yes, but the Stath gets busted out of his maximum security supermax maximum security prison, so he can join the team. He joins the team, <laughs> so it's now the Stath kicking people. It just looks bonkers. He gets busted out with with the Rock, Dwayne Johnson. Oh. <laughs> but it seems to be the 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 modus operandi for. Um, uh, Fast and the Furious, it's a bit like Ocean's Eleven, kinda. Yeah. In as far as you have the team, yes, and then each time, whoever was the bad guy in the last film has a change of heart, or 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 is in some way engineered into being part of the team in the next film. Yeah. So I'm fully expecting Fast and the Furious Nine. Shirley's Theron will come back back. as part of the team. She'll join the family, and everything will be cool. The Fast and Furious Seven we all watched in the cinema, and it was yeah, it was suitably epic. I mean, that may have been the beer and the pizza but it was suitably epic um and i think the most surprising thing in that film was kurt russell turning up as the as the weird man in black guy yeah and he's back again with limitless resources yes and then um the bit where they get chased across an iced over lake by a giant nuclear powered chinese submarine i mean <laughs> i think the important thing is they're really keeping it grounded they are indeed but do you remember it's it's about three minutes into the trailer and suddenly they go oh hang on this is a fast and furious movie we need to have a bit of street racing and we need to have some scantily clad women dancing to music it was, it was and, but they forget on, it was full of action and and really focused yeah. and stuff and then suddenly but at any warning they dropped us in i guessing the center of of florida for <laughs> yeah. scantily clad women but only for about 15 for seconds. a street race that lasted about eight seconds yeah. in total. And then they went, right, back to the submarine. They go, yes, <laughs> thank you. I don't care about the street racing anymore. That's We're yeah, over that. that back to the done. submarine, please. Um, <laughs> that looks brilliant. That looks, that's going to make so much money. Is it, is it, is it jumping a car between the Burj Khalifa and another building? Excellent. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I don't know if it's quite quite that, but it 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 it's gonna it's gonna tick most of your Fast and Furious the, boxes. There, there is one bit earlier in the um in the trailer where it does come in like a wrecking ball, which <laughs> w- they they decide to uh, cover their tracks by using a giant wrecking ball in a completely completely implausible. There's no way oh, that would work oh, the in law- real physics. The laws of physics are totally ignored by this film. There's They're like not- one one car able to flip two cars. Uh, because <laughs> like, no, what? Because it's a lead-lined car. Because of reasons. Because of reasons. Yeah. It's because it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let physics get in the way of a really cool-looking stunt. <laughs> um, 2017 it seems just to be nothing but sequels, and we're going to go in with this. the exception of Assass- Assassins, Assassin's Assassin's Creed. Creed. They're all pretty much sequels. Yeah. There's a lot so, of um, um, a lot of a more lot of, of the same. A lot of playing it safe. Um, I'd like to see other films come around here, but I, to be honest with you, I think, I think we, the top five of 2017 grossing is going to be Star Wars, yeah, Fast and Furious, yeah, a random animated film, probably Despicable Me three, yeah, Wonder Woman. Oh no, Guardians of the Galaxy, Wonder Woman. That's yep. I'm going to call it that way. I think that's going to be pretty much it. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> <laughs> they all look. They all look good. All right. They all look good. Yeah. It's not like when we were staring down the barrel at this time last year of Superman versus Batman, and I was looking at Ben Affleck going, "I don't mm. quite buy you in no. this," and and other things like that, where it's like, and Suicide Squad, which the trailers looked awesome, and then yeah, actually didn't didn't deliver. I'm I'm genuinely I'm yeah. 
genuinely you're more hopeful for, quite for, hopeful for Wonder Woman. I think yeah. that's going to be very good, and I think Fast and Furious Eight, Fate and Furious Fate, whatever it's called, we'll have to work out what it's called first, and then we can yeah. book tickets and go and see it as a, as a team. Yeah. I think that's a team outing film I think again. It, I think it needs to be done. And if we get any any budge on who's going to be Bond, we can mm. fund that with beer and curry Indeed. as well. Indeed. So there, there we go. There's a kind of a mini, a mini teaserette preview trailer of 2017, and a couple of good ones for January. So yeah, yep. it started well. So let's see, let's see if we can maintain this level of enthusiasm and momentum for films that are coming out this year. But yeah. um, yeah. I think that's it then. Yeah, we I think should we're wrap back up in February for a February podcast. Uh, yes, typically we try and cover uh, Valentine's Day themed films there, but I don't think there's gonna be anything because there'll be too many explosions to deal with. But <laughs> we'll see what happens. Um, but there'll um, be something. Yep. Yeah, but until then, thank you, Mr. Smith, for joining us. Thank you. Um, you can reach us as always on our Facebook page. We are available on the Twitter uh, at the FFL, or you can just email me at Mr. fantasyfilmleague.com. Um, any suggestions, any uh, cast additions, anything that we've missed, anything that you want to see, let us know, drop us an email, and um, until then, we will see you next month. So, bye. Bye. <laughs>